so I want to talk about the holy name of Jesus for just a second, okay? And, uh, and again, um, we read in the entrance antiphon this morning, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And that's a quote from the Bible. That comes from Philippians chapter 2. And the interesting thing about this quote from Philippians chapter 2 is Paul is quoting the Old Testament or paraphrasing the Old Testament. And he's substituting Jesus for the name of Yahweh or Adonai. Because in the Old Testament was every knee will bend at the name of, of God. And now Jesus, Paul is saying every knee will bend at the name of Jesus. And this is what we would call an allusion to the Trinity, to Jesus's consubstantial nature with the Father. So just as we honor the name of God, do not use the name of the Lord your God in vain, so we include Jesus in that reality. So we honor the name of Jesus, right? And at Jesus's name, every knee will bend every knee will bend and you know i'm a i'm a believer in this principle that your behavior influences your belief okay trust me okay your behavior influences what you believe you you lie cheat and steal you're going to excuse lie, cheat, lying, cheating, and stealing. You know, I, I said this at a homily some time ago. It's Fulton Sheen. Again, I paraphrase him. He said, you know, uh, if you don't behave as you believe, you're going to be reduced to believing as you behave. A and so this is, how, this is how morality is corrupted. We behave and we just excuse it. Well, you know, it's okay. I mean, and so one of the things that the church used to do, again, I don't, I don't want to be unjustly critical here, okay? But one of the things the church used to do is whenever the name of Jesus was pronounced in the liturgy, according to, and we're not all going to stop every time his name is mentioned in Neil, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bend, but a kind of glance in the direction of every knee bending. And how would we do that? Just a little bow, even almost imperceptible, but we know, right? That we honor the name. And there's something about that. It, it, it goes into our soul. When you're bowing your head at the name of Jesus, you're a lot less likely to use his name in vain. It speaks to our being, our behavior does. And so we have to remember that, okay? Are you a child of God? This is such a rich, passage here. 
See what love the Father has bestowed on us that we may be called children of God. By our fallen nature, we're not children of God. It is when we're reborn through baptism that we truly become children of God. Sons and daughters in the Son, Jesus. It is a gift given to us. You know, and there is this contrast between those who are God's children. And, and again, I, I will absolutely acknowledge that every human person made in the image and likeness of God is God's child. But in a way that is, is transformative and different, baptism gives us this place in God's family. And when we are children of God, and when we get it, then we're not going to be committing sin. Everyone who commits sin commits lawlessness. No one who remains in him sins. And again, we all sin. So what's that mean? Well, we're talking a little bit about deliberate sin. You know what's wrong. You, you understand that it's wrong and you do it anyway, right? What do we call that kind of sin? We call that the kind of sin that makes us leave the family. Go off and be prodigal children. Go back to the pig pen. So we're children of God. We, we want to remain in the family of God and the household of God and honor God. And, and so, so this, and we do it by our behavior and our words and, and all of those things. And it's all of this stuff piled into the readings today and, and the memorial today. And the last thing I can't, can't go to my chair without at least saying, behold the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, right? We've all heard that before. Every, every day, those of you that come every day, every day. And, and what does the word behold mean? What does the word behold mean? I mean, I say you hear it all the time. You can need to know what it means. What does it mean? Behold. It means look, see, take in. Behold, when I hold the host up and I say, behold the Lamb of God, look up and adore your Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. It's no time to look at your shoes. Look at the Lord and adore him. Enter the mystery of that moment. Behold the Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world. And so we behold as children, our Lord Jesus, who comes to save us. Today, all of these you know, competing themes in the liturgy this morning, but uh, we are God's children, sharing in the nature of Jesus. And when we receive the Holy Eucharist, that nature is nourished in us.